Nerds are often stereotyped as being the type of person that has no social skills, right? They can't handle human contact, and they're defined as odd, according to some social norms. But is this really true? Nerds, I would say, rule the world because they are brave enough to declare their love for something, even if it's in front of complete strangers. And they are absolutely committed enough to build a following around what they love. You know, originally, nerd was a derogatory term and was a stereotype. But it has been reclaimed and redefined by some as a term of pride and as a group identity. Nerds are the ones who know that life is too short, so they make time for what's awesome, fun, adventurous, and unique instead of wasting it on typical life endeavors, right? In this podcast episode, we're, I'm going to talk about the benefits of being a nerd. That's right. The benefits of being a nerd and going after and chasing something that you are absolutely passionate about and being okay with doing it differently than anyone else is doing it, knowing full well that you won't fit in. Welcome to the Growth Talk Podcast, where we discuss business growth strategies, personal development, and leadership tactics. If you want to grow as a person and consider yourself a lifelong student, then let's grow together. Join me as I talk about my failures, successes, and also hear from others that have pushed through difficult times to get where they are. So listen in and learn to be fearless, bold, and relentless in your pursuit of excellence. All right, so in this episode, I'm going to be covering the benefits of embracing the nerd that is in you, all right? Because I'm a firm believer that if you want to do something new, creative, and exciting, means that you have to be willing to think outside of the traditional mainstream idea of your industry. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have to be willing to do something that's going to make you slightly uncomfortable and also something that the outside world is going to say, that's probably not the most normal way to behave about something, right? You've got to be okay, but you've got to first begin to embracing the nerd that is in you. So this, the idea for this episode actually came from a book I'm currently reading titled Stream Punks. It's called Stream Punks, YouTube and the Rebels Remaking Media by Robert Kinkle. So in, in the second chapter, just the other day, I was sitting here reading this and there was a quote in there and it said this, nerds, aren't the boring kids who lack social skills and live online because they can't deal with humans. In fact, they are the ones who are brave enough to declare their love for something, even to complete strangers and committed enough to build followings around their passions rather than define themselves by what they oppose and use irony or sarcasm to shield their insecurity. Nerds, build their identity around what they love and want to celebrate. I think that just is a wonderful little statement inside of that book talking about nerds. And if you really think about it, your people you would say would be socially awkward or inclined to be what we would in the normal society call reclusive is actually a creative desire to learn and be different and explore the world that they find themselves in. And to me, that's where creativity is born, but you have to be okay with not being part of what society would define as normal. 
And as we go through this episode, we're going to kind of go into a little bit about what that might look like and in regards to some other top leaders in our world today and what they did and how they are, as every sense of the word, a nerd. But I want to talk about a little bit about myself. You know, <laughs> I basically grew up as a nerd. Uh, I mean, there's no ways around that. I was. I mean, let's just let's just encompass who I was growing up. Homeschooled. Okay. I said homeschool. The moment I said I was homeschooled, what is the image that you see of a homeschooler? <laughs> Let that one sink in, okay? So there, I had that going against me as well, right? I was homeschooled. Elementary, all the way through high school, I graduated as a high school gra- homeschool graduate, right? So come on, social outcast, right? This, that was before homeschooling was cool, all right? This was back in the 80s and 90s, right? Homeschooling was not the end thing to be. And at that point in time, too, nerd would have been considered a derogatory term. Now we can embrace it, and I absolutely embrace that. And as I was homeschooled, I learned very differently than others. All right, if you would have put me in a traditional school classroom, I would have been labeled 100% ADHD, whatever initials you want to give me, that would have been me. That's what they would have said I was, because I just learned and processed information very differently. And to the point where to even get me to want to read, I I didn't start really reading until I was nine or 10 years old. And the way my mother began to get me passionate about reading was not by teaching me, you know, the letters and how they all work together and that kind of stuff. But what she did was taking me to the library, getting me books and things that I was passionate about, like submarines and airplanes and trains, right? I'm a young boy, right? I want those things. So as she got those books, I wanted to know the information inside of there. So I processed information very differently. And, but because I was not inside of that norm of the school system, I was able to flourish in my reading. And the moment I realized the reason to read, you couldn't stop me. I would not stop reading. I became just an avid reader and I am to this day. But I, but what I, what, how I was very different is I observed people around me. I observed decisions that they made and how it affected their life. I always kind of joked, I would say, oh, God put that person in my life just so I could see how not to do something, right? <laughs> so I always found myself probably definitely defined as socially awkward. I would be the kid in a, in a room, I would have fun and cut up, but I was also observing a lot and just taking in my environment. And in a lot of ways, that made me very odd. You know, when other kids were playing video games and, you know, playing ball, I, I did do those things. I played ball with the neighborhood kids, but I found a desire to get back in the house and get into books. I just couldn't escape it. Matter of fact, when I was 11 years old, I dissected John C. Maxwell's book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and I highlighted, I noted, I, I, I expanded upon because I was just so passionate about being a good, great leader. For whatever it was in me, that was my passion, and that's what I gravitated to. And that was the very first book that I read in leadership. And from there, I mean, I've read hundreds and hundreds of books on leadership and business and self-help and all those type of things over the years. And I just find myself passionate about understanding the the way the humans operate. And, I, and you know, being a Christian, I can see how it all correlates and connects um, with what we're called to do as well. So I was a nerd in every sense of the word, right? I was a nerd. So in this episode, I'm going to start off, we're going to transition now into talking about some of the most 
famous nerds in our lifetime and what they accomplished. So let's go. So when I say intelligent people, or I say nerds, okay, and we're thinking of people that are either existing now or within the most recent amount of time, okay, so maybe the past 20, 30 years, who comes to mind, right? What are some of the most intelligent people that have founded some of the largest companies in the world? Those that society would call probably odd, disconnected, you know, et cetera. Who, who comes to mind? Okay, so when I asked myself that question, I had three that just immediately popped up in my mind. Right, and this, these, I, I would say, if you didn't think of all three of these, you probably maybe thought of at least one of them. Steve Jobs, founder of Apple and Pixar. Bill Gates, co-founder of Microsoft. And what about Mark Zuckerberg, creator of Facebook and owner of Instagram? Right. Now, if we take those three people, let's talk about what society said about them. Okay, so get the picture of who Steve Jobs is in your mind. Picture the guy standing up on the stage talking in his jeans and turtlenecks. I mean, turtlenecks are out of style, right? But there he was standing on stage in a jeans tucked in turtleneck shirt and typically white sneakers. He was a college dropout. He didn't have many friends. And most people thought he seemed arrogant because, because of this. His belief that computers would eventually be more popular than televisions and households. He was ridiculed over that fact constantly. He was right. Bill Gates. Picture Bill Gates. Come on. Nerd, right? Absolute nerd. Most people just saw him as a nerdy guy who liked to tinker around on computers. He was also a college dropout. He considered nerdy, aloof, and distant. That's what they called him. Nerdy, aloof, and distant. He spent hours working in a computer lab on basically two forms of code that are not even used now, but were not even a language at that point. So he was basically tinkering in an industry that didn't even exist at that time. Now, that you can't get any more nerdy than that. There he is going and spending hours pouring over something that he didn't even know what he was doing in an industry that didn't even exist yet. Mark Zuckerberg. Now, he's kind of stylish, I'll give him that. But if you watch anything of him speaking and interacting, you'll see that he's brilliant, but he's socially unaware. And it was said that he was not capable, and this is something that someone said over him. They said, sorry, Mark is not capable of great insight because of his awkwardness around others. He's not capable of great insight. Founder of Facebook not capable of great insight. So now I do want to be clear here. I'm not talking about these people and these individuals that they are just um, the best idols and icons that you should model your behavior after and be like them. And you're just going to be amazing. And they're great leaders. You know, to be honest, they probably wouldn't be the best of friends. Um, The question is, is their lives in order? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not here to do that. But what I am trying to point out is their ability to look outside of the social norms that helped them. So the fact that they were not conforming to the world around them and and just going along with the status quo gave them the ability to see something unique in the world that was needed and create something extraordinary. Even new industries, 
And if they were not okay with being labeled as an outcast, awkward, and and a nerd, then maybe, just maybe, Apple, Microsoft, or Facebook would never have been created. Okay, what, what comes to mind when I mention Oprah Winfrey, media mogul and philanthropist? What comes to mind with her? J.K. Rowling, right? Author of the Harry Potter series. Elon Musk, inventor in many fields, including electric cars, solar power systems, and spaceships, right? Elon Musk. Just watch some interviews with these people. Trust me, they don't fit in with what society would call normal. You know, I follow this guy, and most of you guys, if you listen to podcasts, you know who this guy is. Pat Flynn from the Smart Passive Income Podcast. One of the biggest and well-known podcasters in the field. And he also has a YouTube channel. And all during last year, 2020, he was live streaming on a daily basis for an hour, every single day, 365 days a year, or 365 days in one year, right? So he, he was doing that every single day. And he, he, is, he traditionally is business-minded, talking about ways to bring in uh, passive income for yourself, uh, has a lot of online courses about podcasting and building online courses, and just a really good amount of information that Pat Flynn gives to the business community and the leadership community in a, in a whole, right? And I've read a lot of his books. I follow a lot of his podcasts. And the reason why I'm talking about Pat Flynn is because all of a sudden, this guy that has been known as this professional business person starts another YouTube channel dedicated to Pokemon cards. Now, I follow this guy. I don't know anything about Pokemon cards at all, to be honest. But I did watch the video, a couple of the videos. And what I saw is... A man that does not care about what the world would say is normal. Here he is, well-known in the business world and in the podcasting world and smart passive income and all this kind of stuff. All of a sudden, he does this giddy school child YouTube channel that has now exploded in growth all about Pokemon cards, right? So I would say Pat Flynn's success in the smart passive income podcasting sector and the online courses is due to the fact that he was okay with being uncomfortable and being creative and throwing himself out there and not worried about what other people think. While other people are going just working nine to five jobs, he was doing something unique and he was okay with that. And that's what my argument is about with the Pokemon cards. It's like he doesn't care. He, it's, he's passionate about it. Therefore, he's going to do it regardless. And he's making a lot of money off of that YouTube channel. I'm not advising everybody goes and starts playing Pokemon. <laughs> I'm just making a point here. All right, let's move on now in this episode and talk and discuss ways that we can learn to be okay with letting society call us odd, socially distant, and to put it simply, a nerd. And why I think it is a good thing. All right, so here is six ways that I say being defined as a nerd can actually help you in life. Number one, you're going to be more creative. You're not going to go into and think and be creative and dream with the outside world's opinions and what they say they want and they think is good. You're going to Isolate yourself away from that and let your passion and your dream flourish and therefore be more creative. You're going to be able to be creative. Number two, you can become more intelligent about things in life. Okay, because here's what happens. 
when you define yourself as a nerd and you're okay with being judged as odd, this actually allows you to develop an intellectual curiosity. Researching crazy things like platypuses, if you're if that's your thing, right? The weirdest creature on the face of the planet, I will add. Um, very confusing. But if you find it interesting, being okay with learning everything about a platypus that you can imagine and starting just a blog about platypuses. I'm obviously using this as an example, but it does it does define your intellectual curiosity by not worrying about what other people say allows you to explore the world around you in a completely different way. And that falls into number three. Number three is you have a unique perspective on life and the world that others don't share, which allows different perspectives to arise. 100% agree with this. And if you think back to the three examples we gave, right, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg, wouldn't you say that they're distancing from worrying about what the people around them would think of them allowed them the ability to create and develop new industries and the platforms and computers and hardwares that they created. Wouldn't you say that their aloofness helped them to be able to do so? They were able to look at the world in a unique unique perspective way. Number four, your social skills are actually better than everyone else thinks they are. They really are, and here's why. They, you will be able to communicate on a variety of topics. You'll have a knowledge because of your curiosity, your creative intellectual uh, curiosity that leads you down many different paths. You'll have knowledge inside of you that helps you to actually relate to people better and not on a superficial level. You will be able to have conversation with others in regards to what they're interested in, therefore not being as socially awkward. Trust me, I was defined as socially awkward, but yet I found myself able to go into any environment because I probably researched it at some point, the topic that that person was passionate about. And I will say that has helped me in business more times than I can count, being aware of what the people I'm serving is passionate about and relating to them in that way. I'm not socially awkward. Goes into number five. Number five is this. People appreciate your honesty and authenticity. When you understand that you are different and you're okay with that, it allows you to actually know yourself better. Therefore, when you're in conversation with somebody, You are okay with talking honestly about your struggles, the pains, your thoughts, your dreams, your emotions, and you're delivering it in a way that is way more authentic. You're not trying to do the proverbial keep up with the Joneses, right? You are okay with not being a Jones. Therefore, you are more real. So maybe you won't have as many friends on Facebook, like in the thousands, you might only have 100, but those 100 are actually friends, right? Where everyone else has thousands that they don't ever actually talk to. They just say happy birthday to you all the time. You're going to be authentic and honest. And number six, no one will ever try to change you. You know why? It's simply not worth the effort. <laughs> That's it. It's just not worth the effort because you're confident in who you are. You know the knowledge that you have and you're okay with that. So 
to be honest, why were they going to try to change you? You are who you are. They're going to accept you the way you are, but it doesn't mean you're not open to being challenged and learning quite the opposite. It's because you are willing to learn and adapt who you are that makes you more approachable and have better friendships. So that's my six ways that I think being a nerd and being okay with being a nerd can benefit you in life, business, and everything else. You're more creative. You can become more intelligent about things in life. You have a unique perspective on life and the world that others don't share, which allows different perspectives to arise. Your social skills are better than you think they are. People appreciate your honesty and authenticity, and no one will ever try to change you because it's just simply not worth the effort. And like I always do, I like to end uh, an episode with just some quotes from people that are way smarter than me in regards to the topics that I'm talking about. And these are some quotes that I found all about being a nerd. Some of these are just awesome. Here we go. So here's the first one. This is by Mandy Hale. So you're a little weird. Work it. A little different? Own it. Better to be a nerd than one of the herd. (laughs) Channing Tatum says this. Everyone's a nerd inside. I don't care how cool you are. Violet Haberdasher said this. If you like nerds, raise your hand. If you don't, raise your standards. Simply put. Bill Gates, you've heard this one probably before, but Bill Gates said this. Be nice to nerds. Chances are you'll end up working for one. Uh, That's good. Chris Hardwick says, nerds get caught up in details because there is a tremendous and fulfilling sense of control and understanding every single detail of a thing more than any other living creature. Love, love, love that one. It's absolutely true. Zachary Levi said this, nerd, one whose unbridled passion for something defines who they are as a person without fear of other people's judgment. Ben Bernanke said this, in fact, the world needs more nerds. That's so good. In this episode of Growth Talk, we discussed about why nerds are just flat out awesome, right? We also discussed how being seen as a nerd is actually better than just being everyday person that tries hard to fit in with what society would call normal because people who identify themselves as nerds have more opportunities to be successful and make friends with other like-minded individuals, right? So if you enjoyed listening to Growth Talk in this episode, please consider subscribing to, to us so that you we can continue sharing the message of how nerdy values are amazing. Thank you, and remember, be bold, keep learning, and be relentless. Thanks for listening to another episode of Growth Talk. If you have question or comment you would like to share, please email them to askadamtoday at gmail.com. And if you want to see what I am up to, Be sure and follow me on Instagram at agullet. And remember to be fearless, bold, and relentless in your pursuit of excellence.
Thank you, as always, for listening to this uh, podcast. I so much appreciate that. Hey, if you do have a second, please check out my Buy Me a Coffee page at buymeacoffee.com forward slash growth talk. I would appreciate any support you could throw my way. It just helps me to be able to keep delivering information. And while you're there, be sure to download my Standards to Live By Habit Tracker free PDF. It's completely free. It's just a good little resource that helps you develop good habits and things that I try to live my life by. It's a fun little resource, something you guys might enjoy. Please check that out. And thank you for listening to this episode of Growth Talk. Take care.